AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a golf course. 70 courses. Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursion? Time for chill vibes. Beach How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. R&B money. money. We up. Tank. Jay We are the authorities on all things R&B. Ladies and gentlemen, what's going on? My name is Tank. I'm Jay Valentine. And this yeah. is the R&B <laughs> Money <laughs> Podcast. Yeah. The authority. Yeah. On all things mm-hmm. R&B. Yeah. Oh, my God. In the building. Ooh. Gumbo himself. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and mix that thing up. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. You want all the ingredients? Oh, man. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say. P.J. Morton, ladies P.J. Morton. Oh, my God. P.J. Morton. Oh, my God. Bro, you so the cold. You know what I'm saying? You so cold. Thank you, man. Thank like, you. Like, cold, cold. Like, there's levels to cold, right? Yeah. Cold is like Donny Hathaway. Cold is like Stevie Wonder. Man. Cold is like Eric Dawkins. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You're like 
all of that weaved into one human being with a beanie on. Wow. <laughs> it's sick. Man. Yeah, now nah, you special, man. Nah, brother. man, coming from, from you, who is, Cole, you know Cole, I mean, you know, you know Cole. I know Cole, Cole when because, I smell it. Because, I mean, you know. <laughs> yes, sir. I, we, this, it's, it's, it's a cloth. It's, huh? a, it's a cloth. You're of it. And so, now nah, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it just being in, in the same room, you know. <clears throat> I don't know if I, were, uh, if I told you. I feel like I told you when you when I was doing the uh, the show during the pandemic when I was doing uh, uh, the game show or whatever. Mm. But I met you at a super pivotal time in my life when I my freshman year at Morehouse. I moved to Atlanta. My boy Chuck took me to noontime. Wow, yeah. took me to noontime. Yeah. JQ is his brother. That's his older brother. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. John Tay was there. Jazzy Faye was there. You know, B. Cox was there. Donnie Scans, who became my man, was there. And I walked in there and he said, said she shakes for a dollar. I was like, <laughs> still like to holler. I was like, wait, what? I mean, that night, and it feels like one night. I don't, I can't remember if it was one night or a, a time frame. But me walking through noontime literally changed, it changed my life because I was coming from New Orleans where... There was a bunch of music, but there was no music industry. And mm, I was seeing yeah, yeah. these dudes, every room you went in, yeah. you were you heard music and were inspired. And you were the first artist I walked in and and I was like, oh my God, what, what are we doing? This is how this go? Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And I, you might have had maybe I deserve it that you might in that era, I don't know. But it was that vibe. It was I, your no, I wasn't it was your out job. yet. No, you weren't out. No, oh, you no, weren't you even weren't out. Yeah, out. I wasn't even time out. No, I'm saying I might have heard that record, you know, early on. I did it in ninety. When I do the record, in like ninety eight or something like okay, that. Okay, yeah. Deserve. So I got yeah. That was, so it probably was that was before there. I got to before I got. Listen, there. bro. Yeah, yeah. I wrote that record, Shakes for Dollars. It mm-hmm. is it is a noontime classic. Yes, <laughs> yes, noontime. it is. Noontime like, changed my life. Yeah. So by, by the way, we share that. Oh, right. Special so, place. And Donnie yeah. Scans became my man. Yes. Like one of my I best became friends. his guy. Yeah. yeah. So cool. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. Cool I became Scans guy. That's my. That's one of my sensei. Listen, bro. Yeah. It that Shakes for Dollars record came about from me going to Atlanta strip clubs right for the first time. Yeah, with with all of sixty dollars. <laughs> yeah, all of sixty dollars. No, no, no. It went all of because it hadn't started raining then. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so, so working those twenty two ones. Light, light it was. It had none nah, of that. Now sixty is not you quite a drizzle. This was this was ninety ninety eight ninety nine. No, no, oh, no yeah, drizzle. Yeah, BMF had not they had no, not come no. to. It was it was Atlanta, so yeah. so my thirty ones like it it looked like some right you know what I'm saying so, yeah, and right. so that was you and Friday that was me flipping off turn the money over okay. I had to, this I had to make this work okay and I Gotta saw a girl yeah. in goosebumps that I was in love with wow like I like you and I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> I'll be back tomorrow with another hot 30. With another hot 30. Hot. I love when, you. when it's under 100, it's hot. It's hot. I love and, you. And yeah. I'm hoping. Sunshine. I'm hoping that our conversation about her goals and her aspirations yeah. and my goals and aspirations yeah. can lead to us somehow being together. Of course. And if somehow her goals and aspirations still 
you know, the desires are still for her to be in this place. That's fine. Yeah, this nigga was That's the MLK fine. of Goosebumps. You better believe it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. I'll work with you. I'm trying to free a nation, man. I'll drop you yeah. off. Yeah. I'll pick you up. Yes. Yes. Just You're willing. Just You're... be with me. <laughs> and only me. And only me. <laughs> Can you promise me that? Since you started with that damn record, man. <laughs> <laughs> you took him back to the place. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, it sound like true love, man. Sound like true love. <laughs> like like true love. I, I used to, I used to fall in love. Yeah. in the strip club. Yeah, I yeah. had a song called "I Always Seem to Fall in Love" in the strip club. Oh, well, there it is. And I didn't. I just. I don't know what it was, and it wasn't like. I'm in the strip club and I need to get something out of here and tap it up and you know nah. what I'm saying and be on like some 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 ogre savage type nah, shit. Love. No, love. love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they was dancing and throwing hips around. I and know exactly who you are. And I was looking in their eyes. You the nigga that followed Diamond home. In Players I Club. Nobody home. I, I saw the look in your eyes just I now. I had to look in my eyes. I, <laughs> yeah. I thought about it, but I ain't following nobody you home, him? Jay. I'm, I, Don't be him. You didn't get it, jealous, though, when, when it was... He was jealous. Dang. When they had to go to the next nigga who uh, had more than 30. And I, and I was kind of watching... <laughs> Yeah, I gotta, I gotta figure I, out the nigga name. I was kind of watching him in Players Club, giving him more gyrations than she gave him. Uh, wait a minute, that can't be the love of my life. Other, other, <laughs> it can't be, can't be, that can't be. Not my, not my lady, not, not, not my cinema, not my lady, <laughs> not, not my cinema. Can't be, can't be. She told me her real name. She told me her real name. What is a real name? Cinnamon. No, I'm not. Yeah. Cinnamon. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Other girls will saying... come over and ask me if I want to dance. Like, no, I'm here with somebody. <laughs> I'm taken. You were taken. Uh, uh, Tank, you were taken. That's crazy, man. <laughs> Yeah, hey, something wrong with you. <laughs> but shakes for dollars. Shakes for dollars. If we can that's get back it. there, <laughs> right, right. But that's oh, that's when we. That's when I met you. That's when I met you. That is freshman in in, yeah. in college and just figuring it out. What a and, time um, in Atlanta, though. At that time. Oh man, it was special, bro. Special. It was special. I just fell right in it. You and know shout out to Noontime. I gotta give. I gotta give Noontime a special shout out, man, because. Yeah. Just in terms of how they were making their records, the amount of talent that they had up there, um, sharing and collaborating. True collaboration. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like true collaborations. Like this was the first time I had seen producers share sounds like this. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. like, oh, you got to get this new new stick. I got, oh, it's crazy. Everybody passing the disc around. Oh, this new kick. Oh, you cra- this new. Yeah. That's the new time sound. That little all. crash right all. there. Oh, yeah. I had them all. Yeah. The stick from the planet fat. That's the new time stick. Yeah. Like they were, they were, they were making this magic together mm-hmm. and creating an identity. That yeah. was noontime. Very Motown-ish because yep. you could, that's what I'm saying. If you were stuck, you go in another room right. and it's like. Right. You hearing something that you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was special. Like everybody had their own thing. So for me, that was brand new. Cause when I was growing up, I was the only person I knew like me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. wanting to make records that were gonna be on the radio. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like either you wanted to be in jazz in New Orleans or you know a, a rapper. I wasn't either, so mm-hmm. I just didn't really you know find a place there until I got to Atlanta. Wow. Yeah. Well, PJ. Um, yeah. 
Let's, let's, let's go back to New Orleans. Let's go back to yeah, New Orleans. Let's go back yeah. to the beginning. Because yeah. there had to, somebody looked at you and said, that boy there, got it. <laughs> Man. He can do it and he got it. When was that and when was the time that you actually felt like that? Um, well, I'm a preacher's kid, you know, mm-hmm. and um, not just a preacher's kid, but a, I was, my father was a singer, is a singer, like a, mm-hmm. A for real, for real singer. No play, play. And um, so our church was very musical. Like um, the musicians he brought in, I mean, it was like top notch. It was like serious. We started making records like in the 80s. You know what I'm saying? Um, And so I had a lot of it around me. So my family was the family that pushed you. If they saw it, they like, oh, PJ playing. You know, my dad said he prayed over my hands. So eight years old is when I got, when I start playing. Like, when I felt like I was playing. 14 mm-hmm. is when I remember saying, okay, I'm like, I can, I can play. I'm nice. I can yeah, play. Yeah. I didn't want to sing for, for a long time. That was Keys was kind of like my comfort zone. So you're and, not singing during this time? No, nah, really... not really. I had a solo probably at, you know, 10 years old. Humble yourself, you know, with the youth choir, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> but, like, I didn't want to sing. Once I started playing, I was like, nah, this is all I want to do. And um, the way I started singing was... Um, I I wanted to hear, I started hearing harmonies and stuff in my head, and I'm like writing these songs at 14 and 15, <clears throat> and I was like, I just want to hear them. So I would go to the studio and um, like just record them. I, just, I had an SY85, and I started sequencing on that Yamaha joint, and I took it to the studio. I remember I would pay my own money. Literally, I didn't have any concept of placing songs. I didn't know how the industry worked. It just wasn't around. And I let my best friend hear one of those songs. Um, Kenneth and his brother Brian was in Men of Standard. He was 15 oh, wow. years old. Oh, wow. And uh, he was like, you should let Brian hear this. They just started a group because uh, they were on the road doing so writing sneaky. gospel songs? Um, yeah. I, was, I didn't know where R&B songs would play. So I didn't let nobody hear those at that point. Mm-hmm. I was writing them. I thought I wanted to write for Brian McKnight. I'm like, I don't, I don't know, but I at think 14. I can. At yeah, 14. that's where I was. Like yeah. I skipped because Stevie was the first thing that came to me like really young. And I became obsessed. Like at 13, I became obsessed. So I wasn't necessarily listening to what was popular at the time. So but you're I not listening like, to the kid groups that you didn't want to write for them. You're going to jump right to Brian McKnight. I think Brian McKnight, I think I could do, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I had no idea what that that's meant. That's a cold confidence. But, um, <laughs> but uh, Ken let Brian hear that song and they recorded that on their Feels Like Rain album. So I was 15. I remember I had to bring the CD to school because they didn't believe me. I'm like, yo, I wrote a song for a real person. And I brought the CD cover there to show them that. That your name was on uh, it. Yeah. And then I got a check and I was like, wait, I could do this and get a money? Like, and oh, you so, had no concept of it at all. No, I didn't know. I didn't know at all. I was like, they want to do my song? J Moss, Pajam was uh, producing it. PDA and, and Jay Moss, they produced it. And um, I always tell this story because it's funny because my SY85 would cut out if you, if it would overload, like sequencing, right? So you go from the hook to the verse. And sometimes if it's too many sounds at the at the one, Absolutely. it would drop it, out. It'll, it'll right? get tricky. Get and, real tricky. And, yeah. and, and PDA and them, they dropped out. They did a break. And I said, in my 14-year-old, 15-year-old brain, I said, oh, I'm a producer. Like they they did my mistake over. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And that was it, man. That's I was crazy. like, I was like, and so to your point, gospel music was the lowest hanging fruit for me. That's what it was around me. Like I said, my dad was making mm-hmm. records, all of that. So I was writing for the church and stuff and until I moved to Atlanta in college. And that's 
my junior years when I linked up with NDRE and um, places. That's my first placement, like mainstream placement when she was on Motown. But so I guess 14 was like when I started playing the House of Blues Sunday mm-hmm. brunch, mm-hmm. playing for different groups. Again, wasn't singing. Singing was like not on my mind. I was too shy. I used to shake. My dad asked me to sing in church. My hand would be shaking. I didn't want to be in front of people. I tried to be in the back for so long. You still weren't singing at 14, 15? Nah, just to myself, but not not out not out to people. Nah, I was, I was terrified, man, until wow. my dad asked me to sing a solo. And I was I did it for him, you know. And then I kind of I was like I like I like this. I'm just scared, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I went to college, I got to kind of re reinvent myself or see myself in a different light because I was just Paul Morton's son, you know, in New Orleans. I was just I was I just it was yeah. a huge it was a huge yeah. shadow. So like I got to just restart. And Atlanta is when I started to like think about being an artist at all, you know. Yeah. That's crazy. At 14, yeah. what? That's ninth grade, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eighth, ninth grade, yeah. Yeah, ninth grade. I, I, I sang in front of them girls. <laughs> I sang that gospel song in front of them women. Yeah. And went to that Howard Hewitt. No, no. And they started screaming. I did something. I said, this is a different Holy Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> this, <laughs> this wet. Holy Spirit. <laughs> With a W-H. It's, it's got some oil on it already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, that was playing to me, but it, the singing I just was not. I just I didn't care at that point. Yeah, I was doing. I, yeah, I was. I was playing. So you did singing. none I, of the. I'm, you did none of the talent shows. Nothing. You nah, didn't, you didn't do any of those things in high school. Nah, I skipped all of that stuff. I mean, my dad's church was such a popping spot, like mm-hmm. that. I it was almost like I was in the middle of all of it anyway. Right. Like all the musicians would come to my dad's church Sunday nights and sit around. And, and around the musicians, and, mm, yeah, yeah. and so I was like, I was in it. You felt I, like a professional already. Yeah, I did because that was like that was a professional job. Like if you if you got a job as a musician at my dad's church, that was like you was you, you were, were really yeah. you were really dog. somebody. One of them guys. Yeah, you were, so, you were one of them. So like, I'm really I'm really puzzled by you not singing at still not singing at 14, 15 years old. Yeah, because like in your mind. As you're going through the progressions of becoming a really dope musician, mm-hmm. are you also in your mind developing yourself vocally and just nobody knows? Yeah, just behind the just kind of behind the scenes. Yeah. Like like even I remember my mom saying, like, yeah, you you, sh- you don't think about just writing songs, you know, my voice was changing probably. Uh-huh, you know, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. like, nah, this ain't it for me, you yeah. know. And playing fulfilled me so much, like just being in a band. Fulfill, that was my biggest dream. I just wanted to play for an artist who performed on the Grammys. Like that was it. That was my dream. No records, no writing. It was like, yo, I just that's it. If I could get in this person's band, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So um, the singing though for me was like behind the scenes. I started to, like I said, around 13 is when Stevie, and then probably one of my earliest records I bought CDs I bought was like Brandy or something, you know. Mm-hmm. And I start seeing like, okay. Cause I always felt like what was current wasn't singers in my mind, you know, as a kid. I was like, that ain't really what I that don't move me. So I I didn't really wanna be like a current singer or anything like that. Wow. Um, so I, I, I never thought of it that way. Cause then mm-hmm. it it fast tracked though. I was like, about to say because it you know happened because because yeah. yeah, it it had to happen quickly. Yeah, yeah. In terms of once you come out and decide to get the confidence to sing, 
Yeah. Like this just don't come out of nowhere. Right. So I tried to start a band in college and I was still trying to be the background, but I wanted a Beatles. I wanted a black Beatles so bad. Like the Beatles, I, I was a huge fan and I'm like, yo, it, it was dope because they all were sweet at singing and those harmonies were crazy. So I'm like, I'm going to be the keyboard player and sing, you know, in the back and then there's going to be a lead singer. And I couldn't get anybody to commit. And that's when I was like, all right, man, I'm going to just sing these songs. It's got to be me. It's, it's got to be me. Like, it just was, it was purely necessity, though. I was, it was not because I wanted to be there. And then it went fast. And then my dad, I remember my first show, my dad came to Atlanta in Little Five Points at this place called Seven Stages. I was opening up for, it was me and Algebra. <laughs> Algebra. <laughs> and, yeah. and, um, and my dad saw me perform, and I was, like, talking and, like, he's like, who is, who, is yeah. who is this person yeah, yeah, that's yeah. like looking like they're comfortable on stage? You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, palbociclib. Ibrant's 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrant's and visit Ibrant's.com. Ibrant's may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrant's may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial.
Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Atlanta is what bred me, like, as an artist, 100%. As a writer, everything, like... Atlanta was really the place that that developed me in that. It's just always been so many dope people in Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. Always. Yeah. And, and it's, it's musical. And it's, it's musical. probably because there's so many churches. That too. That, yeah. That too. Yeah, yeah. In Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Like you can, you find a real diamond in the rough down there that has no idea what they are. In one of those in open mics. Just some, just monsters. Yeah. yeah. And I, yeah. I'm telling you, it's It's church. It's absolutely, mm-hmm. it's church. Mm-hmm. It's church. That's it's, fine it's tuning. That. When people ask me about R and B and the state of R and B, I said it it changed when grandmothers stopped making these kids go to church. One hundred percent. That's when R and B changed. Yeah. I didn't get it. One hundred percent. I didn't get it till I moved home because when I came to L A. I ain't really go to church. You know, it wasn't really the same culture of like. It's not. You know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And so. I, lo- I lost some of it. Like, I didn't realize it till I moved back to New Orleans and I was in my parents' church and I'm like, oh, this is where I used to write them songs. Like, yeah, yeah. it used to just hit me. I mean, in R&B songs, you know, like my dad knows I'd be on the organ behind him while he talking and, you know, and I'm, I'm back there writing songs because something about the environment and like the spirit of what was going on was just inspiration mm-hmm. nonstop. And that soul, that same thing you needed to move church is the same thing we need to move in the R&B Absolutely. audience. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's no different. It's what comes from the heart. You know what I'm saying? Reaches the heart. And so, like, when you're in that environment, I just, I mean, that 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 schooled me, man. It schooled me, and I agree with you. Like, that's where we lost some of that soul in R&B, when people, when the church thing started to change, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I got plucked that's right out of the church. No, absolutely. Yeah. So, so how long are you in Atlanta before? <clears throat> you said you got your first placement. Mm-hmm. How long are you in Atlanta before you get your break? Where it's like, okay, I'm a, I'm really like this. I'm a professional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is what I'm doing. Did you finish at Morehouse? I finished at Morehouse, got my degree in marketing. Nice. Okay, and, so uh, it, all, it all makes sense then. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, so, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Even yeah, that really thing. came into play. Like yeah. you know, what I'm saying, I'm so happy I did that. Um, when I graduated, um, so when I was in school, I would get these calls to like go on tour because I was a keyboard player and people knew that. But I would just, I was like, let me just finish school. But right out of college, I went on tour with Erica Badu um, nice. as oh, her keyboard player. Yeah, that's your first. That was your my first very tour? first tour. Very first okay. tour. Hold on, how did you get to Erica? Who and did you look her in the eyes? Yeah. Huh? yeah, I did, and it was, <laughs> it wasn't good. It wasn't good. <laughs> no, I love Erica, but no, for real, I was scared. I was kind of like the first rehearsal. She just came and said, yo, if you need anything, I was just like, I didn't want to look directly. I was like, nah, I appreciate, I appreciate, you know what I'm saying? But no, it was, it couldn't have been a better first tour experience. How'd you like, get the gig? Oh, so uh, the guy who gave me the cassette tape with Donnie Live on it and gave me a cassette tape with, I ain't never dream you leaving summer. They put me on my Stevie, Gino Igerhart. Um, his dad was my be- my dad's best man in his wedding became Erica Badu's music director when I was at Morehouse. And he was like, P, you wanna come out? And I'm like, man, I'm just, I'm in school. And it came back around right when I was graduating. And Gino took me out, man. And it was like my first time on a tour bus. 
low key my first time missing church like like how missing a sunday how, how this is college this is after 21? college no. yeah yeah 20, yeah 2021 and i didn't know what to do on a sunday like i was like I yo so we do is one of the buses going to church or like it's one of the it's one of the Badu buses <laughs> going, going to church we, it's a group it's a group of us i'm gonna sit i'm gonna sit in the window seat on the way to is Badu gonna lead us in worship like yeah. is, is, no how we gonna i do literally because through college just to to have a job, I played I played at a church all throughout college. Yeah. I mean, I really I played at a church until Maroon Five. Like to oh, be wow. to be totally honest, um, I always kept a church job. You know, helping my dad out at that at that time. But um, I didn't know what to do on a Sunday. I was just like, all right, we supposed to, and they like, nah, it's just it's all just day, relax. or it's just a show day. Just yeah, chill. Just it's rest. okay. Yeah, the Lord wow. rested on this. And so it was so an experience. Because your whole life, Sunday is church. Your Sunday is church. Life. Oh, my, literally my and whole you're, life. And you're playing in church, so you're, you're there the entire day. Oh, no. I'm like, I'm yeah, I, I'm I'm fully a part of what church is on Sundays. So that was an experience. But Badu, man, she is a, and I, I think about it now because everything connects. But like the way I became a touring artist, like I, I couldn't afford radio at the beginning of my career and stuff. So tour was my radio. Like that was the way I got two people. But now that I think about it, that's Badu, and that's why she'll work forever. Current single, no current single, whatever. She has developed her audience, you know, to know that she's gonna be on the road and they're gonna have this experience with her yeah. every year or every other year. And um, I mean, I I got paid on time. I mean, like, shout out to it, being paid it, on it, time. It was a really solid like watching her as a true artist it, it put me on my path you know for sure and yeah. she because she's like she's so different mm-hmm. and special special and mm. the ownership that she has with that yeah the yeah ownership and the confidence of there's only one one-on-one man it is different yeah just and yeah. just like when you walk up to her and just even start talking to her it just start getting different it changes immediately the energy yeah she's she's powerful man she's she's got like she's like we were talking earlier she's got the cult yeah i did a show with erica badu yeah they follow they 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 weren't there for they you. enjoyed my set <laughs> they weren't there for you but they weren't there for me <laughs> right at all there for their leader man they were there for <laughs> man <laughs> yeah i Thanks. was like Thanks. i was like i know when i take my shirt off it's gonna get real crazy in here it's like <laughs> you have incense with that. You ain't got no incense with that. You ain't gonna <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no candle. Yeah, what are you feeding uh, your soul? We'll wait. We'll yeah. wait. Nah. We'll wait. Nah. So it it was special, and I was I that was the first time I ever had writer's block, um, because I thought I was about to be writing mad songs, mm-hmm. but it was like all these new experiences happening all at once. It was like almost just too much, and as soon as I got off tour, I, that's when I started working on my first solo album. Um, and uh, I, I'm gonna get to your break question because I don't even know what my break was. It's like it was different. It was different times. I feel like I had so many of these and then coasts and mm-hmm. then these and then coasts. Um, uh, but when I got off of Badu, uh, I, I started writing my solo album. But then I wrote a big gospel song right after that called "Let Go, Let God" for Dwayne Woods, and. It was like number one for like seventy two weeks. Like, seventy two oh, weeks. Yeah. Like yeah. in in, in the top ten for seventy two yeah. weeks. That's and great. um that song really changed my life. It was the first award I won, like a stellar. I, I think I was twenty something, you know. Um, and that was a break. Um 
But then I went to Jermaine Dupree after I got off the road with Badu. I went to JD school, basically. And this was after B. Cox had, him and B. Cox had. Went crazy. They went crazy. Yeah. The, the string of. Yeah. 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 Massive. The, like the biggest yeah. albums of all, you know, Confessions mm -hmm. and freaking, you know, Be Without You. All it's like, you know what I mean? And um, uh, I, well, B. Cox was busy. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And JD needed another keyboard player. So I came in as that guy and wrote for Monica and, and Jagged Edge. And, you know, even John Tay was working on the album at that time. And for me, so it was it was it was breaks in that. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Um, but for me, and I think this is, you know, why I'm happy I'm talking to y'all, because my journey has been so non-traditional. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? It's like people wonder how. I'm able to maintain and, you know, we just won the fourth Grammy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This no, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're going to celebrate that. We're going to celebrate to that. Cheers. Yeah. Look over and see but, but, yeah. but the way I got there was so non-traditional. It's not, you know, I didn't have a huge hit record or, or anything, you know. Uh, I heard somebody say, like, I had a hit life, you know. Like, it's been, it's huh. been, it's been like... Um, it's been a, a combination of things that has allowed me to do that. And part of that was touring um, and me really understanding that there was another way. I tried to sign everywhere. You know what I'm saying? I tried to, I tried to go the traditional route. Because Young Money was your first Young Money deal, was yeah? my first major, first and only major deal. Um, how did yeah, that come yeah, yeah, yeah. That, you yeah, got to that. That's that. what I'm saying. It's just like, weird. Yeah, it's just yeah. weird. So, so Young Money was the the year after I joined Maroon Five, and hold uh, on, okay, just that some Maroon. This is more floss. Yeah, it's just four grand. Nah, nah, nah. It's no floss. I'm just saying. I'm trying to tell a story. There's a guy in the group that I I've never met, but we share the same kind of name. I think at one point, me and him go out to fight. Yeah, oh, James Valentine. We got to fight Jimmy Biff. We got to fight Jimmy Biff one time. Well, so so Young Money had way more history than people know. Me and Mac Main went to the same high school in New Orleans. It wasn't just um you know, random. Uh, and at that time, when I got signed, Wayne was just getting out of jail. And uh, they were trying to pivot as a label, like just do different things. Mm -hmm. And I think Mac, who is a huge fan of music in general, right, like, right. he's a music guy, um, just, you know, was like, P, you want to do this? And this, they were on fire. I mean, yeah. this was... This was this was Drake. Nikki hot. Drake this was hot, Nikki. Right. This was oh, Wayne. But he like this my man from Wayne high school that I know is dope. Yeah, yeah, he like just and so what was beautiful and what is beautiful about Young Money in general that probably isn't said enough is they leave their artists alone. They just like let them go. You know, they don't say, oh, well, we signed Drake, so let's. I know you've been with Forty, but now let's let's go get Tim and let's go get you know this producer and they like nah y'all just keep doing what y'all doing and we gonna put steroids on it. Yeah. Nikki, oh you like doing different voices and what? A, just keep doing that. They don't feel the need to. They sign things that they believe in already. Right. So right. like I literally they didn't hear my record until it was mixed and mastered, you know, and it was just support there. Um, uh, and uh, I mean that was that was my first Grammy nomination as a solo artist. But that was album. even random. That was that was random, you know. Well, my first official album was after Erica Badu. So it was years. Mm -hmm. This is years. This is 05. This is 05 when I released my first independent record. And that's after I couldn't sign to any major label. Gotcha, gotcha. So I had to figure it out. 
I didn't know that there was another way. Yeah. And I had to study like so white, did you do the white rock bands. Did you do the run? Did you go to every label and you yeah, got your demo in hand? Oh man, I did all the showcases. Because we need, yeah. that's the thing. Yeah. At R&B Money, yeah. at R&B Money Podcast, we like to give all the information. We like to right. let them know that this isn't an overnight thing. No. This is this is a life thing. Like yeah. you said, you trying to have a hit life. Yeah. And yeah. these are the things that sometimes are are um are just looked over. Yeah. People don't really tap into that disappointment that yeah. going to or somebody said they got an uncle that work at such and such label and maybe they can get me a meeting. So many dreams. And yeah, it's a constant dream. It's a constant dream. And there dream. are so many dream sellers. Yes, mm -hmm. who mm -hmm. are actually nightmares. Word. 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 No, it, I. I mean, I don't. I literally went to every label. Like me and my attorney, we went to. I think every label. I mean, I remember sitting down with just about everybody, doing showcases. People saying, "Yo, I, man, I love this music. I just don't. You know, I don't think it's gonna work. You know, and like, uh, you know, like it just." It was too musical. It was all, all, I've heard, I heard it all, you know. And so, in my mind, I was like, that marketing mind too. I'm like, okay, what does this mean? Like, how can I get my music direct to people? Uh, and like, it was way before independence was like cool. Where it, even anybody knew what that was. Yeah, when yeah. you were indie at this point, it was because you couldn't get a deal. Yeah. Get a deal. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And so, and I didn't even go to an indie label. I said, okay, how do I do it? So it was I CD Baby. It. it was MySpace. It was like, you know what I'm saying? My first tour was based off of my sales for CD Baby. I said, well, I'm going to go to these cities. And the promoters... This is a funny story, but the promoters didn't know who I was. They didn't know who I was because I was like underground famous, right? Mm -hmm. But I knew I had fans. Mm -hmm. But since they didn't, I said, don't just pay me off the door. You don't have to pay me anything. I'm going to bring everything. And I borrowed my mom's bus. I just signed my first publishing deal with Famous Music. Shout out to Famous. Yeah. I yeah. was signed to Famous too. Word. Shout out to Ira Jaffe. Ira is my, is my guy. Pastel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Billy, Billy, Billy signed Billy me and left. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Billy, BC signed me and then he went somewhere else. But that's my guy. He's the first to believe that way. And Ira literally had an open door policy. You know Ira what I'm saying? Ira my guy, man. Um, and looked out for me. But I took literally my whole advance mm -hmm. and said, I'm... I'm not trying to be a writer like that. I'm an artist. And I took my whole band on tour. I'm talking about horns. 14 people. With the publishing money. With oh, the wow. publishing okay. money. Okay. Invest in yourself. Yeah. Dog. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I've always been a maniac because mm -hmm. if I if I think about that now, it's like, yo, what were you doing? He's out of control. But yeah. Yeah. literally those 14 places I went, I could go for the rest of my life, even today. But um, I didn't, couldn't afford a tour bus. My mom had a... Women of Excellence bus. That was our women's ministry at the, church. You, took the church. you took the church bus. I took the church bus. I yeah, took yeah. a charter bus that to was, sell this arm. That was purple, <laughs> pink, and white. They thought a women's conference was pulling up to yes. these clubs. <laughs> what? But I didn't care, though. I, I literally didn't. It. I didn't you care. I had it. to get to it. Yeah. That's all I knew. I'm like, I paid my boys nice. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, y'all, we on tour. We eating. You know what I'm saying? Are y'all eating? Yo, baby. <laughs> oh, we ain't gonna talk about how long I didn't eat <laughs> right. from that. You know what I'm saying? That's why I always kept a job where I could be flexible, playing at church, and, and as a producer and a writer. That's why I was still in that game was because I needed to fund what I really cared about. But we went on that tour, and literally, like, those markets, Atlanta and Birmingham and, like, Charleston, I can I still go to those places and have a following because of 
10 plus years ago when I when I kind of like invested in myself, mm -hmm. you know, uh, for better or worse. It was just like, you know, it really got me and to, what kind to of this place. what kind of rooms were those? Like oh, how many how oh, many people? Oh my God! Well, I, I can remember us playing Columbus, Ohio, and it was like twenty people. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I was like, "Whoa, this is because we at least at Atlanta we had a little bit. You got a door deal, yeah, yeah. For so twenty that, people. So I lost. I lost <laughs> on that. One. I took a I took a loss on that one. Yeah. Um, and then some some of the rooms were two hundred people. You know what I'm saying? Or a hundred people, and we we put on a show like it was. 10,000 people. Absolutely. I'm yeah. talking about I had three background singers. I had three horns. You got more background singers than, than the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> no, my band was bigger than the crowd. <laughs> yeah, facts. Like, duh. duh. Wow. But, but, but I did not, man, it's so crazy how I didn't care at all. Like, I didn't care at all. I didn't care that I was spending my money. I just really felt sure that if I just stay here, mm -hmm. you know, it, it would click. And, um, and so... That that's kind that kind of has has been the story. So I was on the on a tour of mine for another album called Walk Alone, and Adam Blackstone called me and was like, "Yo, Maroon Five looking for a keyboard player singer." You know, I told him I only know one. Like you, I just threw your hat, you know, your name in the hat, and I was like, um, "Okay." I literally they wanted me to audition. I canceled the last three dates of my tour and came to L.A. And uh, all they did was ask me to learn Sunday morning. I was like, okay. Sunday so were, morning, were you, rain is falling. Huh? Were you familiar with the group? Yeah, I was a fan. This love and stuff, I feel like that was my, maybe my like freshman year of, of college or like sophomore year. So I knew mm -hmm. I was hip to this love has taken this. I was like, these these boys are nice. So yeah. I knew that, right? Mm -hmm. I knew Sunday morning, and but I had never auditioned before. This is my first audition in life because I'm people. It was always word of mouth. They yeah. like I know right. These guys didn't know me at all, and so Blackstone was just vouching. Um, and so I came to L.A. played Sunday morning, and they, we just vibe. I kind of knew I had it immediately because because of the vibe, not because anybody could play. But you just right? got, y'all got right into we, it with we, each other. Yeah, yeah and they yeah. was so we started jamming. It was like, what else you know? I was yeah. like. You tell me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. and we went too long and they had people waiting. So we had to stop people with the audition. And then uh they had a second day of auditions that they ended up canceling and uh called me that night, you know, and it's been yeah, it'll be thirteen years in July, you know, like twelve plus years that I've been with Maroon. And that really changed my life, but it also freed me up. To really make the art I want really to make. Really make the art you want yeah. to make. Because I didn't have to sell no records. Pressure. I didn't have to sell records. Yeah. yeah. And um, and so Young Money was my last kind of attempt at the normal way. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I was like, all right, let me try this one more time. And when Young Money didn't necessarily fit, you know, uh, and on that, on, that, on that Young Money album, I did Double Duty with Maroon. I opened up for Maroon 5, Kelly Clarkson. You know, was before Maroon, and then I closed with Maroon Five, and then we did that in Europe. I opened Robin Thicke, and then I closed with Maroon Five. So those guys, and I think the reason I'm still there is because they've always fully supported me, like yeah. Yeah. fully, like what, like whatever, like you know what I'm saying, true friends. And um, so I told them, and we told each other, you know, if I never have to leave, I don't, I don't why, you know, like we family at this point. Um, but that really allowed me to. You know, like be myself and fully make it without mm -hmm. any pressure. Mm -hmm. Allow me to, and then so, <clears throat> um, 
I left LA and went to the, moved back home to New Orleans. Um, Maroon had played Jazz Fest in 2013, and I started seeing my city way different. I'm like, oh, it is kind of fly. Like, I didn't remember it. Like, it was just a totally different perspective. Mm -hmm. I had been around the world at that time, so I'm like, damn, this look like south of France. Like, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. And so that planted that seed, and then, um, yeah, I decided I was leaving. Um, this was right, uh, I think, I don't know if that was your room, but in North Hollywood, you remember I had that studio next to you off of Magnolia? Was that your actual room? I didn't remember. Yeah. Adonis of, was at uh, the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We yeah. Had was call. Was yeah, yeah. yeah, I was next yeah. to you for, for like a year probably, I guess. That was my little room. You were. Yeah, I was always right next to y'all. Yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. you know what? Because I brought it up as in joking form about, um, about James Valentine, but you actually were instrumental in us figuring out um, a PRO mishap. Oh, wow. Okay. Because like somehow ASCAP was getting James Valentine and Jay wow. Valentine mixed up and was holding up both of our money. And you you were the only person that I both. that I even knew remotely that could get to Maroon oh, 5. I kind of remember and that. And I remember yeah. I, I stopped you one day and I'm like, hey, dog, I know this is about to be some different shit. But yeah. if you can tell yeah. oh, your homie. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. No, you definitely, but in that room, that I started writing Gumbo, like my album Gumbo. And I was like, I knew I was gonna leave LA though. And so I but in that room, I remember writing this song first began that really kicked off everything. So I, I moved home and I didn't want to do music at all. I'm like, yo, I'm I'm straight. I'm cool. I'm in Maroon 5. Not bad. You know, yeah. I did okay. We're doing all right. I'm I surviving. did all right in life. Yeah. So like, you know what I'm saying? It's things, like, are, we, we tried the we solo just, thing. You know what I'm saying? At that time, it's like, yeah. I said 05. So it's like, at this time, you know, it's probably seven years in, eight years in of trying. If you count my group in 02 in college, then we talking about like a long time yeah. trying. Yeah. Yeah. Just trying. Just keep like getting knocked down and saying, you know, all right, let me go back. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And um, so I was like, I'm done. And then I got back to New Orleans, and it was like no expectation. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just make one more thing, and I'm not going to worry about radio. I'm not going to worry about, I'm going to just make what I want to make. Yeah. And that was supposed to be the last album. That was Gumbo, and that kind of changed everything. If you're looking for the most epic place on Earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then, trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. 
Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Bring along the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies to add a sprinkle of joy to your workday. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's got to be strategic. You know, I think we talk about the dream so much, but sometimes you got to have act- an actual strategic plan to make that happen. And that's for me, you know, I was blessed enough to have like a church gig where I'm playing once a week so I could move around or yeah. mm-hmm. being a producer or writer and, you know, finding some success in that and being able to, you know what I'm saying, cushion that. But but I put all my money right back in. Right, right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's another piece. Another I mean, piece. That's, that's very important. That's what I need people to understand. Yeah, I was yeah. like, even when you saw me, even at at a point where people may have thought I was successful in the sense of, oh, you man, you touring, you going crazy, you, yeah, you see my band and my this, it's and going all, right back every, out. Yeah, it's going right back out. And I understood that. That's why I kept another thing. You know what I'm saying? And I tell people, and this is actually what. Every part of your team and every part of your career. Because some people think, I got to go get an agent. I got to go get a manager. I got to go get PR. It's like, f- what do you what do you publicize? Right. Like, you, ain't, you don't have nothing to feed them. You know what I'm saying? And you want to spend this a month. So, like, slow down and do everything you can. I say the biggest blessing with me not getting a major deal and all of that stuff was I had to learn everything. I had yeah. to learn. I mean, I drove the van. I, you know what I'm saying? I... Came up with the merch, you know what I'm saying? I figured out the door deals, you know, and and I need, understood I need a how to hoodie, man. how that. Oh yeah, I got you. You got you, one man. somewhere? Yeah, I gotta, I, I need I gotta one, get man. y'all. Yeah, I gotta get Come y'all on, some, some Dumbo gear. I'm tripping. Come on, man. I'm tripping. Y'all been supposed to have that, um, but like it made me learn every aspect of the business, so people couldn't just tell me anything once I was once I was there. Yeah. So it's like you knew what it really. I cost. say, don't add this agent until you know what your agent is supposed to do and know why you need the agent. Yeah. Some, yeah. some people th- because they think, 
if I get an agent, they're that's just going to put me, me out on it's the done. road. It's done. No. No. No, that's not how no, it works. These people have to want to see you. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we really got to educate, man. I, I feel like I was the last generation of like some people still giving game, you know what I'm saying? And this, and this, and this newness. But I think we got to get that. We got to just kind of teach it. Well, that's why I appreciate this, man. Y'all that's really. That's why we're here. I mean, you. I'm really hearing game when I listen to this mm-hmm. to this podcast, man. I appreciate y'all, and I think it's no uh, accident that it's like taking off at the speed it has because it's like when there's a when there's a need that's there's not being need. met. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yep. People are like, oh shoot, I was just waiting for the well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And y'all are no, doing I appreciate that, that I, I, man. Yeah, yeah, for, for sure, real, man. For yeah. sure, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, he, oh you, you sound like you loading something up, man. What you, what you doing clean, over there, clean man? Clean your throat. What you, what you, <laughs> oh, I see, I see red lights coming on. <laughs> top five. Oh, my God. Your top five. PJs. <laughs> Top five. <laughs> okay. Your top five. All right, top five. Oh, your top five. <laughs> R&B songs and Song. R&B artists. Your Ooh. top five. Just take my time. Just yeah. Take your Ooh. time, man. We got time tonight. We but got just get up there. Oh, just get up there. Just make a little major for me. You don't want me to <laughs> leave. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Got a little Your crash cut five. on it. R&B okay. artists. Oh, artists. Okay. Yes. Stevie. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, Aretha Franklin, um, Michael, mm. um, and Prince was everything, but Prince, mm-hmm. you know, um, who would be my fifth R and B artist? Cause you know it was like soul music from you know it was like just soul and R and B. Differ sometimes for me, but I have to say, Joe to see probably for my for my for my yeah. Come on, because just because of how it. Come on and talk to me. Bro. See that smoke? I knew exactly. Why did he do that? I understood it immediately. I said, I was why like, is he oh, doing that's what I mean. I, I said, said oh, that's, yeah. yeah. I know what yeah. that is. That's church. Yeah, that's what I think. I ain't that's been why I church. I ain't been to many of them. That was your I, church. I, that was, what? Yeah. I remember the first time. That's what they did. I, first time, because I heard Jodeci before I heard Commission. Wow. I didn't okay. grow up in church. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm like, that's Jodeci. I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But as I as I like studied it and I really dove into commission, I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. blueprint. It's oh. the blueprint. originators blueprint. of Jodeci. Blueprint and so many. How others. did they so hide these others. guys from me? Oh man, I was mad. Word. 
Yeah. Jodeci changed my Oh, man, my I got a commission story, dog. I was nine. Talk about it. I was nine, and they came to my dad's church. Wow. But they had, had that church? But commission, well, I told you I had my dad had to pop in church. I mean, my dad was from, my dad's from Windsor, from Canada. So his dad was a big bishop in Canada and Detroit. So, like, my dad grew up with the Winans and the Clark sisters. Their families grew up together. So it was that, right? Man, like, my dad's first solo record. Do uh, you remember Thomas Whitfield? He produced my yes, dad's solo yeah. record. Mm-hmm. Commission sang background on my dad's first solo record. So, wow. like, it's that. Oh, it's right? deep. Okay, yeah. okay. They came, dog, and I'm talking about Commission album, came through. Album? Like, this must have been the first album because I was, uh, this was, this was like a, uh, uh, uh. Uh, I'm going on in the name of the moon. Yeah, all that stuff, yeah, 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 right? Yeah. But it had to be... Dun, 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 dun. So they must have been there. Uh, what was that? The I just hear the music right now. But anyways, dog, they had stacked amps like rock and roll. They came through there like rock stars. Yes. It was the loudest I've ever heard music. Yeah. Man, when I tell you they smashed... Smash. It was like seeing my uh, my favorite rock band. Like mm-hmm. at the, I remember standing by my dad's office because I guess that had to be the dressing room. Back that's where they was changing, and I stood there waiting for the autographs. Dog, this is how this is how deep it was. But man, commission, bro, commission, man. Mitchell Jones, Mitch, yeah. Mitch. I yeah, had him on the. I brought him back for my gospel album. Had Mitch and Carl and Fred um, on this gospel recording the PJ album I did. What the, um, how do you describe Mitchell Jones, his vocal? Like, what was that? Because it was it was kind of Stevie. It was kind of Stevie. Kind of Don, but well, it was he something told me, else. So when I got to, so when he, I mean, I got to let you hear the song, but like, it's Mitch. It's Mitch being Mitch, right? And um, he told me the reason they, they, they like me and stuff is because Donnie Hathaway was like really influential mm-hmm. and i think mitch was just like a combo of i don't really know he was so quick i don't really know and but he, he still got he had that. patterns his they didn't have normal patterns no i think they like and the and the and the crack he had the baby face crack yeah within his patterns that heart yeah that was, was like manufactured heart in there. Yeah, you know I was like, <laughs> like the crack. I couldn't figure it. I did, I, I was obsessed with they, Mr. Jones. They vocals. reinvented singing though, in a way. Like mm-hmm. they, they, you know how I say it's a few of them. It's like, you know, commission people mm-hmm. started to sing different mm-hmm. after that. Mm-hmm. SWV, like I remember when all girl, all the girls wanted to be Coco, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it happened with Kim Burrell, you know, it was, absolutely. It, 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 where everybody wanted. So sometimes that just comes along, but like Mitch. Fred, Keith, that thing was like, people started oh, singing, singing on the side. Of, like, they changed it. I, I even asked John one day. I said, did you get that from Keith? Yeah. Oh, well, nephew. No. You know, uh, I, <laughs> you I mean, you know what I'm saying? They changed it, bro. We yeah. wanted to be them. We yeah. wanted to be them. Um, but that was just my quick commit. I just made me think of that. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, thank you. Because I, I, I had forgot they, about that. They didn't perform my church, but we used to always go to all the churches in the city. Where? And go see it. Wherever the they first, were. Wherever they were. Oh, no. Wherever Rock they, stars. Wherever. And that was the first time I'd ever heard a track playing. Mm. <clears throat> like, <clears throat> with, with, with them. Yeah, they were ahead, man. Way ahead. I was like, it was. And then I'm like, why did that vocal sound like that? 
because they're singing I Am Here and it sounds like it's all, it's embodied. They have background tracks on the end piece. I never, what is happening in here? Nah. A church group? Yeah. Never. Okay. Game right. changer. Right. right. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, yeah. All Sorry. right. Sorry. So I did my five. I you did, did my yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Top five. Songs is hard. R&B songs. That's songs hard. Songs is yeah, hard. Tough. You can do it. You can do it. Because um, it can just be for today. With the ones you, your yeah. top five for today. Five. Woo. All right. So, so let's say, I mean, I'm just going off the top. So Donnie, since we were talking about Donnie Hathaway, I think, um, you know, a song for you. A song for you. <sighs> I mean, when I heard that, I was I got chills. I was like, I was like, I was almost like scared too. I was like, maybe I knew his story too. I was like, this just feels eerie. Oh, it's haunting. Yeah, I was yeah, like, oh, it was almost like he predicted, you know. Yeah. Um. So, song for you, um, Stevie. There's so many songs. Um. I'll probably say an unknown joint. Um. Either ordinary pain or or this song called Summer Soft. That song song's the key of life. Hmm. I got so many though, Stevie. So that, but I just do just say Stevie. Yeah, we'll just say Stevie. Um, um, shoot, R and B songs. If I'm saying Jodeci, come and talk to me. Mm -hmm. Um, shoot, El DeBarge or DeBarge. Come on, come on, come on. You gonna go El DeBarge? You gonna DeBarge? Are you gonna go Switch? Not switch, even okay. though I'm a okay. fan. Okay, okay. I know the brother was was killing before, um, but all this love, man, yeah. it still works today. It's still, yes, still, still works today. Yeah. Those words. Where, where am I? Where am I? Uh, Four. a fifth R and B song. Oh my God! So I'm the, I'm the dummy who watches y'all podcast and say. Don't think of yours. <laughs> just, just wait, just wait. Like, don't prepare. I don't like being prepared. I feel stupid for doing that. But um, 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 let's say, can we talk? Mm. Yeah, Tevin, I remember that. All timer. I remember that. All timer. It's a great song. All timer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You did good. You did good. Um, we're gonna build R and B Voltron. Okay. We're gonna build your R and B artist. Mm -hmm. We're gonna. Need the vocal from somewhere, the performance style from somewhere, the styling from somewhere, and the passion from somewhere. Who are you getting the vocal from? What artist are you snatching the vocal from to make your R&B artist? Um, I feel like Stevie is too easy. I'm going to say, let's say like Whitney. I just feel like I never heard Whitney sing a bad, I mean like it was the always. The ultimate vocal. It's like the if she's the voice, you know. So I say I say Whitney. I say Whitney. Okay. Too clean. Yeah. yeah. Too clean. Um yeah. performance style on stage. I mean Prince, man. I saw <laughs> Prince. I saw Prince a few times. And it's different. I mean, Did you ever see Prince in concert? I saw him once. I saw him in concert. I saw him at the um, Staples Center. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. We might, have went to, we might have went to the same ground set. Probably. Yep. Yeah, nah, Prince, for sh I mean, like, performance-wise, I just used to study him. And, and and then as a, you know, Kev, like, D'Angelo was an extension of that for me. But, like, mm -hmm. I, I saw them mine. James was really all of them. But, like, Prince. Brown was, yeah. yeah. yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it's, it's, it was something about how Prince was this, like, urban rock star. Mm -hmm. also, but also pop rock star, mm -hmm. like all mm -hmm. in the same yeah. kind of thing. It's like yeah. everybody, everybody wanted to just own understood it. Yeah. Everybody understood. Every, it. For some yeah. reason, yeah. yeah, he just got to. 
everybody, so whatever sensibilities they had, he had everybody. something that, that made sense to them. Yeah. He could they dance and all. Okay, all right. I Pro. mean, yeah, he, yeah. Who are you getting the the styling from? Like the like the vibe, like look the look, like, the look. Yeah, yeah. I use I use Prince, but no, nah, I don't. I don't want to wear what Prince was wearing necessarily. You know what I'm saying? You sure? Because not as confident in my cheeks, <laughs> in my cheeks. <laughs> yeah, I'm not as confident in my cheeks, so I wouldn't want. We wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want to be putting on the that. horse. We wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> FaceTime and Stevie Wonder at the same time. Chaps. Nah, nah, Pete. Nah, Pete in the chat apps. Nah, nah, nah. Can't do that. So we don't, we don't, we don't want that. We don't want that. Who is just smooth? I say Marv. Let's say Marv. Let's yeah, say Marv. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Marvin Gaye was smooth. Marvin Gaye would have pulled up with the beanie. Yeah, yeah right. Come yeah, on. I got to yeah. say Marv. Yeah. I'm still yeah. styling. Yeah. I'm still, yeah. I'm still yeah. styling. We say Marv. Marv. Yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, and the passion, the heart of the artist. The passion, I have to say, Donnie Hathaway. Man, I mean, man. conviction, bro. It was man. like conviction. When I heard Donnie live, and I heard them people, I'm like, wait, are they in? Ch- are they in the club? Are they in church? Like, I heard them. I couldn't understand it. And I think about my live albums now and stuff like that that have really connected. And it's all that's where that con- that came from. Mm-hmm. Me understanding that you could still have the same conviction, even if you talk, you singing a love song, or you, so like hands down, Donnie, man, like passion, yeah, you felt it. He make me want to cry. Everything, anything every he say, you every know time. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Wow, right, I like that Voltron. Right. It's a great yeah. Voltron. Yeah, yeah. Where you going? <laughs> oh no, that's the. That's the the Reaper, ain't it? Oh, spooky. Oh, shit. I ain't saying no name. 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 Who he was. Where we been. What we did. I heard this rendition. Who was weird. I ain't saying no name. Hey. You know where uh, we at. I, I do. Yeah, bro, yeah. I, I, I just need to break down. No, still, you get the same yeah, breakdown. I yeah, know you're yeah. yeah. breaking it down. You think I about know, breaking it down. Okay. Yeah, yeah, listen. Wait, you know, help me, brother. The story. Right. Funny or fucked up. Yes. Or funny and fucked up. Right. In the travels of PJ Morton. Mm-hmm. The only, the only one thing you can't do. Yeah. Is say the name. Right. You can't say no names. You cannot put a face with the case. Yes. This is PJ Morton's. I ain't, I ain't saying, saying no, no names. names. Alright. Dang. <laughs> I don't have I be by myself so much. I'm a, such a loner that I haven't had a lot of experiences with. Oh, I had somebody threaten to kill me before. That's exciting. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't saying no name. Uh, <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, I will kill. I'll kill you." I did, I think I was a little green. This ain't really my story, but maybe this works. Because this guy's in the industry, and um, I he was trying to work with another artist, and I was like, I didn't know him that well, but I'm like, you know, I heard some, I heard some stuff, but I was just really trying to help out a friend. I was just trying to tell this artist, like, you know, just be careful. Normal. Yeah. Normal energy. Like, very, like, not like, yo, don't mess with this dude. Da-da-da. Yeah. And uh, so, apparently, this artist told the person, 
and they called me. And um, he was like, man, you messing up my money? I was like, <laughs> he was like, I'll kill you. I was like. It went right there, though. Straight up. That's the, that's the they said like, I'll, immediate. They said, I'll kill you. Yeah. But I ain't saying no names. What did you, what did you say in response to that? Well, I really see this is the thing. It's so crazy because I've been around all kinds of stuff. Like, right? Like, I was signing cash money. Like, I was with baby. You've been, then, you've, you've, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I've been around it, right? Seen. With the so, birds. They don't know what you've but seen. But what I always have done is like just remain consistent as a man. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I'm no, it, and I, I'm the furthest thing from a, from a street cat. You know what I'm saying? But like, I just was like, I always felt like I could talk. Like, if I just talk to you, you'll understand. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 That's, my, that's my, like, innocence, right? Yeah. I'm like, bro, no, I was just trying to help her out. But he, I kind of disarmed him because he was like, oh, because I thought you was, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, nah, man, like, kill? You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> nah, we, man, like, but we did have to have a middle man mm-hmm. yeah. who knew me. was like, yo, that's not him. You got you to gotta relax. That's pretty good. I ain't said no that. Yeah, that's a good thing. That's a good, <laughs> I never said that, but I got threat. He was gonna kill. I'm like, yo, this industry PJ. is different. Yeah, you like, can't kill PJ. You can't. You, you, you want to kill me? <laughs> Imagine that. You want to kill me, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I had another one in my head, but nah, that 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 that, that's that crazy. That works. That is the music business. Yeah, though. that's the music business. And the and listen, yeah. over a woman. Yeah. Yeah. Over a woman. In any yeah. capacity. In any capacity. <laughs> in any I've, capacity. I've, I've gotten that same same threatening that, message. That energy, right? Same I'll, threatening energy. I'll kill you. I'll kill you. You want to die tonight? Dang. I don't think so. <laughs> like, you're going to do it? Like, you're, like, like, like you're going to do it? Like, you're going to kill like, me. Right now? So you're going to do it and I'm going to die. Whatever you do to me, you told me I said I have a hundred niggas outside right now. I said, why a hundred? Why would you have so many people? It's just That's me. so aggressive to have that many people. Y'all are hilarious. <laughs> he, he was mad at me for making fun of him. Yeah. I said, you going to get a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> for me? Yo, yeah, come it's on. It's like five of y'all just already. Just on paper, that is not. That's that, not. You shouldn't have to do that. <laughs> Just a pure, just on the pure, just from a pure numbers perspective, is that it? is gonna be crowded. Like you know what I'm like, saying? Like I was like, bro, I don't even. I was like, yeah, you gonna treat? I said, I don't think that's any of your business. Why, why are you like this? Oh yeah, you try you fucking playing with me? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. You, gonna, I, yo. yeah you ain't fucked up in here. Like, <laughs> why? A hundred is a lot. You already know, I'm you just know saying, who it is. If but. I give you, if just. If I'm giving any opinion I, on I, this, I gotta tell that story. But when I, well, I gotta do a, I ain't saying no names, and I got to tell that story. Oh, that's it yeah. is the funniest story. It sounds funny. Of oh my god, if yeah. I could say the names. <sighs> well, anyway, you can't. Um, you can't. PJ, oh, my brother. Yeah, um, man. Well, I let's said, start I, with. Well, I'm glad he didn't kill. I'm, I'm so happy. Oh no, <laughs> I'm alive. I'm so I'm alive. Happy. He's We're still so he's still kicking out here. Yeah, yeah. So it's happy. all love. Yeah, um, it's all love. Bro, you 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 are absolutely amazing, brother. Thank you, man. And that and that is yeah, not you, you know, that I is not industry you, talk. That is not fluff. That no, is, we are fans of what you yeah, do. Yeah, you are. Brother. We Thank are fans, man. and and it it makes sense, man. You you put in the work, you put in the time, um, and 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 you honed your gift in real places, man, in real rooms and in real dirt floors, man, man. And, and and really getting to the chicken, man. So that part alone, man, deserves salute and. 
and as many flowers as imaginable, man. Like Thank I just you, want bro. artists to understand, like that groundwork is real, man. And that that'll be the difference in you standing the test of time. That's it. Being able to go into these rooms and these, whether it's a big room, a small room, a medium room, and go crazy, go crazy yeah. with with yeah. a gift that you've that you've perfected. Yeah. Perform in front of twenty, like twenty thousand. Like twenty thousand with a gift it. that you've perfected. Thank you, man. Man, yeah. thank, thank, thank you, brother. Thank you, Word. brother. Thank Next you, time, brother. bring a Grammy so we can at least see. Yes, yeah, so we person. see it. You know, I got a certificate. Don't do it. Don't do you know that. Don't do that. I don't even have that. You know what I'm saying? I don't even have that. No, we know we, we, we both both of you should have. No, I've been that. nominated a bunch of times. They won't give me one. I've never nominated. They won't give me one. Listen, I lost a lot. You know what I'm saying? I don't think I've been nominated. Listen, I'm just saying. How many times you been nominated? Nineteen times. Jesus this year, Christ. Count, counting this year. Three years. I'm nominated for three right now. 16 before that. And I won four. So, I mean, it's a lot of losses. I've been nominated nine times. That's how many times I've won. Well, this has to be revised. <laughs> so, wait. I, <laughs> R&B album of the year. Has Everybody should get a Grammy. Writers and producers should get Grammys. Writers and producers should get Grammys. I, I agree. I don't know why they do R&B like that. It's it's, it's all of those. That's It's that, all of the sub. That's not fair. Yeah. It's not fair. Yeah. Yeah, and shout out to Harvey, he's gonna help make that change. But that's it's just not so fair. crazy, all you know what I'm saying? Like that 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 even that journey of like where Harvey is. Yeah, no, I mean So I technically Yeah. Have one? Yeah, just, you got well, see, that's what happened with me. So, so I was. Uh, this is they know I'm gonna drink uh, Hennessy out of mine. That's probably why they gave me one. I I thought I won because Indy I won best R and B album for that album I worked on in yeah. college. So I I I had been telling people I won a Grammy for ten years until I started actually working with the Grammys and knew them, and I had to write something, and they was like, "Oh no, you you, you never won a so Grammy." So did you just nullify my Grammy? No, nah, they just saying they no, he's just talking about his because that's what he been telling. People. Oh, I'm saying yeah, I I did, <laughs> no, saying, I did what yeah. you're talking about. I did what you're talking about, and I do think that if you worked on it, you know you were, you know what I'm saying you're Grammy adjacent. You have you you have your plaque. I mean, you know what I mean. Grammy so it's a, adjacent. Adjacent. So you live in the hood, but it's close to the nice house. I'm saying, no, nah, my nah, I wasn't trying to. That's not what I was trying to do, though. Because I, I do think that your contribution. I was trying to help you. You work with them people. No, you already just said it. You, just, nah, you work with them people, nah, right? Nah, nah, Jason, so, though. I mean, you worked on and, it. And so, how is it an R and B album of the year? Yeah. If I'm not on it. The whole year. The whole R&B album yes. consists of me, yeah. my 100% composition. Yeah. No. Listen. Without that 100% Same. composition, it's not a whole album. I agree with you. But what do you want me to <laughs> You want me to lie? You want me to lie to you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I agree with you, what you're saying. And I agree. Because I, we are in I the same boat. boat. Yes. In that space, yes, I'm counting on you to lead the charge. I'll fight for R&B to man. making that change. Yeah, we just, you know, they just got album of the year for everybody to get a Grammy. That that is a part of it. So I think, you know, it is growing in that direction and understanding that these these things are collaborative. You know what I'm saying? We are calling Harvey Monday. Well, I mean, it's a busy time right now. Maybe we should probably wait to after the season. A after the season? Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? The focus of the Grammy is just a few months away. I just, I don't Give think I should time. get into it. Yeah, I'm. You gonna I stay just, let me see how it go. <laughs> let me see how it go first. Translation, people. 
I'm not gonna let you fuck up <laughs> my grind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let, I got shit let, to do. Let's see how uh, it go let's first. Let's see how it go first. <laughs> you ain't up for nothing this year? Yeah, yeah hold on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hold on. I got a five. That's fresh fish on the line. <laughs> okay, let me get these. <laughs> fresh fish on the line. Let me get past these three. Uh, take the. We gonna fight. We gonna fight the power. Yeah. <laughs> First thing on the docket, you know, my first, my first hundred days as president. Oh, <laughs> Just let me get. I got, <laughs> oh y'all boys marching. <laughs> y'all boys, y'all y'all boys stabilizing. Man. You know they serving yep. chicken feet at lunch. Oh 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 okay. Y'all go. Y'all gonna do that before. Before February, oh. y'all stabilize it. Okay, I'm gonna get with you. I'm gonna get with you. <laughs> no, 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 man. It is a, it's a human process, you know. So it's like no, 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 it, it deserves to be grown. No, and respect it. I respect <laughs> We gotta we'll let PJ out here before we get him in trouble, man. We'll wait. <laughs> yeah, we'll stabilize. I'll see you. We're we gonna confirm yeah. your three this year, man. Yeah, yeah. You earned it. You deserve it, brother. Thank you, brother. You deserve it, man. You, man. And thanks. Listen, man. I'm Tank. I'm Jay Valentine. And this is the R&B Money Podcast, the authority yeah. of all things R&B. And, and we have been blessed and honored to be with this brother right here, man. The amazing PJ Morris. My God. My God. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Love. Love. R&B Money. R&B Money is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Don't forget to subscribe to and rate our show. And you can connect with us on social media, at Jay Valentine and at The Real Tank. For the extended episode, subscribe to youtube.com forward slash R&B Money. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Do you love fashion? 
Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you. BostonProper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit BostonProper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.